Welcome to the Word of Life Center podcast. It's our desire that today's message would equip and empower you to see the Word of God bring life to your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, um, I just want to share with you the importance of, of mission. Do you understand what the simplicity of what this couple, what they're doing? They're, they've just done exactly what the Bible said to do. They've left their home with their kids to go to a foreign country to start out smuggling Bibles and materials into mainland China. And God is using them now to do more, expanding their ministry. Joab and his wife, as they said, they're in a, in a totally different part of mainland China now, uh, ministering. And, and listen, the thing that we, we're so comfortable sometimes, because we don't have to that. But listen to me. I, I'm reading stuff now where, where especially some of the uh, LBGQT ABCs, whatever, <laughs> I don't know, they're actually wanting to take away our ability to preach the truth. We would have to hire them if we're going to keep our nonprofit. It's just the beginning, folks. It's just the beginning. But the gospel can overcome all of that. Go read, the, go read the book of Acts. The gospel can overcome all of that. You know, I, when I was talking to Steve before the service, God's already given them new strategies, new ways to do what they couldn't, you know, things they can't do anymore that, that don't work anymore. Now God's given them new strategies. But it, the message is the same. It never, it, it never changes. It's, all, it's, it's the same. And, and we have to, as a congregation, appreciate the impact that someone is making in another nation and our little bit of money that we give them every month, which is, you know, I know they, they don't count it as little, I know, but, but in, in the scheme of things, uh, is, is just a seed compared to what God's doing. It's just a seed compared to what God's doing. In, uh, in in that nation, I believe God's raising up more people uh, to go into these nations, and they're going to go. and Hey, I think uh, Stephen Sharman figured out the best way to do it is just get have kids and let them marry somebody, and <laughs> then the grandkids can go, and you're creating your own army. That's a great way to do it. But and and God doesn't call everybody to do that. Okay, God doesn't call everybody to do that. But, but we cannot deny our responsibility to support missions, to support um, what, what God's doing. And then all of a sudden, you know, here, here we are in Hong Kong with, with, a, with, a, with riots going on, and yet the gospel's being preached. Amen. And if you don't understand that the significance of those two things are... are are together. If, listen, if there was no gospel in Hong Kong, you wouldn't be seeing what you're seeing today. Okay, Because really, freedom only comes through Jesus. 
It only comes through Jesus. And people understanding freedom, you, you don't understand it without Jesus. That's why our democracy is imploding right now, is because without Jesus, it's not really freedom. There's no perception, there's no understanding of, of freedom. So what, why is mission so important? Did you hear the number one billion people? One billion people. Eternity is at stake. E eternity is at stake. That, that's, that's what we do. That's who we are. We, we carry forward what's happened to us to other people. We pay it forward, if you want to call that. That's not a new concept. That's the way God created the gospel to be promoted and to, and to be produced and reproduced is by, okay, God touched me. It's my responsibility to touch other people. The minute we quit doing that, then the cycle of the gospel uh, is broken. L listen to this scripture in 1 John. Uh, 1 John chapter 5, beginning in verse 10. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his son. And this is the testimony, listen to this, that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in the son. There is no other life. People don't, you, you, you live and you die and that's, that's it. You end up in hell. You end up in torment for eternity without the eternal life that the Son of God provides. One billion people. So, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, it will at some point. It will at some point. If you have the Son, you have eternal life because that's where the life is. And that's the testimony of God. That's it. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like you got to go teach some deep, dark secrets. That's it. Jesus died so you could have life. Eternal life. One billion people don't know that. Here's the, here's the dramatic divide, okay? John chapter 3, verse 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Man, we quote that, we know that, That's, that and it's the truth. And here's the reason. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that he threw, but to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now listen to this. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already. Billion people condemned to hell already. Already. Unless somebody tells them the testimony of the Son and they receive eternal life. 
We enjoy our eternal life. We enjoy our life. Well, you know, I'm having a hard time. You want to find out what a hard time is? Go to China and find out what a hard time is. I tell you, I'm, I'm totally blown away by how some of these athletes now are touting how great China is. You know why? It's money. They don't have a clue what's going on. They shouldn't be exalted by that because of that either. So what you've got to see is that judgment and eternal punishment is on the doorstep of a billion people. It's just a matter of time. Whatever the lifespan is in China, I don't even know what it is, but it's just a matter of time. Until that whole generation is gone. Those you saw running in the streets are gone. And they're condemned already if they don't know Jesus. So the, the, what, what do we do? We've got to tell them the truth. That's why the Bible says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Those who believe will be saved. Those who do not believe are condemned already. I was condemned. I was gone. I had already, it was over. I didn't have to find out what my fate was going to be. It was a done deal until I heard about Jesus. That's what missions is. It's not deep. I, one of the most disappointing things to me years ago, when I, my first trip to China, I went to a house church. Man, I was so excited about it because I'd, I'd never been. I wanted to see it. And this, this particular pastor, he had, I don't know how many people, but he had like three stories of a, of a building. And he was on one, on one floor and, and had a little bitty video camera. And everybody, all these people were sitting there with bated breath waiting what are you going to say next? You know what he was teaching? Where the Garden of Eden was. If I ever catch you preaching about the, you're in trouble, buddy. I'm telling you. I'll come to China and drag you back home. I know you wouldn't do that. But, but my point is, he had become, even in that environment, had become religious. He's got a, I don't know how many people were there. They were estimating 800 people just in that group. But, but, but they're there waiting to hear something that's going to bring life to them. And the, whether you realize it or not, all of those protesters are really looking for life. In their heart, they know there's something else. They may think it's just freedom being in Hong Kong or freedom to do what they want to do. But in, but in reality... It's eternity speaking out of their heart. God places eternity in the heart of man and that there's something more. There's something there. They're fighting for liberty in their nation, in their, their little island state there, but, but yet the reality is there's something else. And it's eternity. It's Jesus. Well, what do we say to, to, to China? We only have one voice. The voice that we have is real simple. It's the voice of the gospel. 
That's our, that's our voice. We, we, we're not, we're, we're, our goal is, is to be a voice. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. <coughs> For it is the power of God unto salvation. It is the power of God unto salvation. It is the power of God unto salvation. Verse 18 of that uh, in Rome there says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. We only have one voice. It's the voice of righteousness. It's the voice of the gospel that Jesus died so that we might live. There is an innate supernatural power in that, that when you hear that and you let it get in your heart, it changes everything. You're here tonight, most of you, probably all of you, are here tonight because of that. All of you have a testimony, well, I was this, but now I'm this. Why? You heard a message, and it wasn't where the Garden of Eden is. It was Jesus died for my sins so that I might have eternal life. Changed everything. How can we not take that same message and communicate that to other people? Whether it's in China, whether it's in your neighborhood, whether it's on your job, well, I don't want to get anybody mad at me. Then you listen, I promise you right now that the gospel makes people mad because people who are in darkness don't like the light. So are you going to quit? Is your message not valuable enough? Is it worth dying for? People die every day for the gospel. What's the value of it? Well, it changed my life. For how long? Eternity. Eternity. Paul said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. But now listen to, listen to what else it says. Listen to the next verse. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry. Notice what it says. Given us the ministry of reconciliation. That, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us, committed to us, the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though I like the way it says this, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. This is not deep, folks. Well, it goes back to the Buddhist roots of the Chinese or, you know, no, it doesn't go back to that at all. It goes to light and darkness. 
You bring the gospel, you bring light, and it sheds light on the darkness. People either receive it and receive eternal life, or they don't. And if they don't, they're condemned. Is everybody going to be saved? No. But, but that's not our part. Our part is to preach the gospel. Communicate the gospel. Don't get on side trips. Stay with the basics of the gospel. And really, to be honest with you, that's one of the reasons that, that I'll never, as long as I breathe, I'll never leave missions because it always brings it back to the simple gospel. I, uh, uh, an evangelist friend of mine, Christopher Alam, just got back from Africa doing meetings, preaching to 100,000 people a night. You know what his message was? Jesus died for you. See, missions keeps it basic. You get all these revelations from the Bible, and some of them are great. They're good. But listen to me. The bottom line is we have to keep our focus on the world. What's important? We can enjoy the fruit of being a Christian. We can enjoy the revelations of being a Christian. But you can never lose sight that the world is condemned. And that you and I are the only ones. You just have to think that way. The only ones that are going to be out there to communicate that to, to them and to bring life and to bring light. We have to take responsibility. Why? Because it's the power of God unto salvation. All right? Now, this, you've heard this before, but, but, but listen again, okay? How do I do my part? Romans spells it out so clearly, beginning in verse 13. I want you to listen to this. It's going to help you, okay? Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? Listen, this thing doesn't work by osmosis. It doesn't work by God dripping something down from heaven. It works through us. It works through humanity. He, who, how, how are they going to call on him whom they've not believed? How shall they believe if they have not heard? Well, the world's not going to preach it to them. China's trying to cut it out. The United States is trying to cut it out. Why? Because it sheds light. It sheds light. But I can just tell you, listen. It does, you say, well, it looks bad. Let me tell you something. God knows exactly what he's doing. This thing's going to turn out good. There's going to be a harvest beyond anything you could ever imagine. I believe that with all my heart. But what we've got to do is understand, listen, how shall they believe in him whom they've not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? A declarer. How shall they preach? Unless they're sent. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. How, how are they going to know if somebody doesn't preach it to them? How are they going to preach it to them if they're not sent? 
How are they going to know? We, um, Steve talked about uh, the, the um, Soviet Union, and, and I, I, used to, I, I went into the Soviet Union and preached before communism fell. People starving, not only physically, but starving for the gospel. God did a supernatural work and opened it up for a season. Starting to close back again. God can do the same thing in China. He can open it up. It may be that the president that we have right now, this is not a political statement, is the one to do it. Apparently he does have some stroke because he knows how to deal with money. Well, I didn't vote for him. I don't care whether you voted for him or not. That's not the point. The point is, we have to keep preaching the gospel. God will make a way for the gospel if we just don't quit preaching it. If we don't give up, we don't give in. If we just keep going, if we keep, keep declaring, if we keep sending, if we keep praying, if we keep believing. God's not, you think he cares about you more than that one billion people? Somehow in America, we get the idea that we're more important to God than other people. You're mistaken. His value is the same for every human soul because Jesus died for every human soul. So I'm going to challenge you tonight. Either do one of two things, either go or send. Go or send. Go to China. Go to Brazil with Jeannie. Go, go somewhere. Go to Africa. Well, I don't feel like I'm led. Then you've got to be a giver. There is no other option. If you're going to take responsibility for the message that's been given to you, you've got to make up your mind, how, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Very simple. You either go or you give. Now, I do both. I give and I go. But I don't live in a foreign country. I go and I'll speak to leaders, but, but, but it's different when you live there. I mean, they just, just here recently went through a typhoon. Just, just well, we, we have hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different over there. The government's not going to rush in and help you and feed you and bring you bottled water and take care of you and help you repair your place. You're on your own. Sorry. Glad you came to church tonight. <laughs> I say some people walking in, they walk through the door, they just turn around and walk back out. They didn't, they didn't want to be a part of this. Listen, here's what I want to do before, we're, before I have Paul come. I want to do two things. First of all, I just want to take just a few minutes right now and I want to pray for Hong Kong you know we, we just prayed here last was it last Wednesday night first first Wednesday was that last Wednesday night or Wednesday before we, we prayed for Hong Kong we prayed specifically for protection uh, for the fishers we prayed over their kids we because look the devil can try to find a way in if people aren't putting up those blocks those hedges around 
by, with prayer. So I want you right where you are, just to, if you would, just for a minute. We're just going to pray. Pray however you feel like praying. Well, I don't know how to pray. Well, pray in the Holy Spirit. If you don't know how to do that, just say, Lord, bless them. Lord, help them. Lord, bless them. Lord, help them. Father, we pray right now We pray, we, we pray right now for Steve and Charmin and for their kids, their grandkids, their family. Father, we pray for supernatural divine protection on their lives. We thank you no weapon formed against them will prosper. Lord, I just pray for Joab and his wife and children right now that they have wisdom, Father, to, to deal wisely, to deal accurately, Father, with the situation that they're in. And they'll have wisdom to know what to do and how to reach people and how to have an uncommon ministry. Lord, I thank you for, for Steve and Charmin, that they've been willing to change and adjust and do what it takes to, to reach the people that you've set them over. And Lord, we just hold the ropes with them. We stand with them. And Lord, we thank you for divine provision for them, supernatural work for them, laborers for them, Lord. Father, for wisdom for their future, exactly how they can do what they can do to accomplish the good news of the gospel being preached in Hong Kong and mainland China. Father, I pray right now that you've set up this little pearl of great price called Hong Kong. And Father, even in the midst of this turmoil, I pray for you to work supernaturally. Lord, those that are hungering for freedom, let them know and understand and realize the true freedom. Lord, let them stand and have the liberty that you've given them during this season. Father, that they'll be able to maintain it. And Father, I thank you right now for favor for all who are standing in Hong Kong right now. Lord, I thank you for a supernatural work of your Holy Spirit, for your divine grace working there, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. My first trip to Hong Kong was, was when it was still a British colony. And, and I, I said this for years, and I, I, still, I still mean it. If I was going to be a missionary, that's where I'd go. Because it's a gateway. It's a gateway. And I believe it still is. The enemy's trying to steal that, but I believe it's a gateway. Thanks for listening to the Word of Life Center podcast. You can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.